left my side. I lost all feeling, girl. I'm jaded. Girl, I'm jaded. A tweezer somewhere on him, and if right. he was like, babe, come here, and like pulls me aside really yeah. quick, like in a very like quiet area, maybe to the bathroom. And he like plucks it for me and right. he gives me a kiss on the cheek or forehead and then like pats me on the butt I got and we walk you, away. <laughs> How sexy is that? <laughs> sexy! It's- and I remember the day when you left my side. Basically, like, look how beautiful she is. And he goes, All I can focus on is her mustache. <laughs> and that's how I knew that was going to be the man that I would be with for the rest of my life. Because he was just looking at my dang mustache. I was like, babe, stop. You are listening to Big T Energy with one of your hosts, Tiffany Hart. We are so damn glad that you all are back. This is an interesting episode to say the least. Shit, we talk about botched boobs, botched faces, how to tell if a guy likes you on the first dates, how real friends have super shitty pics of each other, and also chin hair plucking and mustaches. You guys know how it goes. If you guys are loving the podcast, it would mean the world to us if you guys can go ahead and rate and review us on iTunes. If you want us to talk about any topic, answer your advice, or even tell us an awesome story, go ahead and slide in our DMs at Big T Energy Podcast on Instagram. Now go grab your favorite adult beverage and enjoy the hell out of the show. Unless you're driving. Like, don't do that shit. Back at it again. I press record this time. <laughs> you guys, I'm telling you right now, you learn lessons the hard way. The hardest way. And by what I mean by that is when I first got into town, like, what was it? When, how many days in when I was, was I here? I drove, oh, like, what, an hour here? Yeah, you drove an hour from Fort Worth. To come out here. We did a bomb-ass fucking episode. And halfway through, I forgot to, I, I forgot to press record. I didn't realize yeah. until halfway through. <laughs> and we've been trying to salvage the audio for you guys. But it we're sounds not, like crap. We're not going to put out a shit product. No. You know what I mean? No, absolutely not. So it is what it is. And it was like one of those things where I was like, well, damn it. Well, we're just going to have to do it again. I know. Except better. <laughs> I know. You can't. I mean, that's a, like a comeback situation. Like, but OK, so the good thing about this is I actually we don't have your um, ring light because I totally forgot it in the hotel room. <laughs> so, I'm glad you better give me that back. I, I need that. I promise. But that light made me look really shiny. Well, because you were shiny. <laughs> you literally look like you drug your face like through like after right after a snail. Like that's exactly what it looked like. Like a, a I have face, really oily skin. A face snail trail. Except for right now. No, it's no you're, yeah, your face looks great, actually. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, but you were like singing, shine right like a diamond. Because <laughs> you were, you were sparkly. Like you were like that Instagram filter with sparkles. Yeah, and if it don't make a bitch feel like insecure about her face, her greasy pizza looking face. <laughs> but here, you know what's funny? Apparently, uh, so I was talking to this guy. And he took a, a screenshot of me when we were FaceTiming together. Yeah. And he wanted to show off uh, me to all of his followers, right? 
and he like put it in the story. He was all trying to be all cute about it. And he's like, did you see my story? And I was like, oh, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, I had to edit your face though. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, I like just, I put it in and I just got rid of your shininess. Your face is like really shiny. And I was like, yeah, like it's kind of oily a little like. <laughs> I mean, at least he did do you like a favor. At least he wasn't like, I'm going to put her like oil slick face on my story and people be like, yo, is she okay? <laughs> is she sweating profusely? Can you imagine the DMs he would get like, what are you da- dating a pizza face girl? Like, yeah, it didn't, I bet it didn't even look like a pizza face. It was just a little oily, you know? Honestly, I just got it working out. So. Oh, see, that's, that's acceptable though. Yeah. Like you're sweaty. Yeah, but every night when he would like FaceTime me to go to sleep, I would put like vitamin E oils on it. Yeah, stuff. literally every time I FaceTime you at night, you look oily. Yeah, it purposely because I have oil on my face. Right. And, but he would always comment on it. He's like, man, your face is like really. Sir, it's for the hydration. Yeah. Okay, it's the hydration. Try to look young. Like I had one person tell me like, listen, appreciate your oily skin now because it's going to help you look better when you're older. Yeah. Because the drier your skin is the more aged it looks it is when i lived in california i don't know how your skin was it was dry Dude, but I, my hair was the best it's ever been like, oh i'm sure it was so nice i didn't have like poofy hair like i don't know if you like have followed me for a long time you know my big hair my big lion hair but like here when it's dry and then in california like my hair was nice and wavy and beautiful and i was like oh man it but when it gets good. when it gets humid here, oh my gosh, big, yeah. I look like like when I have it in a ponytail or a bun, it's just like these little like all my frizzies are like, <laughs> what up, <Wee!" laughs> like come here, you frizzy headed shit. Like, <laughs> I feel like we can't win no matter where we live. No, you I, I mean it's like either your skin is really dry and like wrinkly, and, yeah. but your hair looks bomb, yeah. or like when it's humid, you at least it's, you have a little dewy look, but your yeah. your hair's like I came out to play. My skin hates humidity, like it really does. It hates humidity. It hates like it. It would rather be dry mm-hmm. than like humid because you know, like I mean, you know, because your face is oily, but like. Mine isn't. My, yeah. I have combo. I have very combo skin, but then I can always tell, like, when I'm about to start my period, like my whole face like feels disgusting, and I'm like, I know, oh. and I don't want that. Like, but I also like don't mind when it's dry because then it looks matte. But then I want that dewy glow, so I'm like, highlight, like, come on, dude. You know? I just, you know, by the way, I don't know if you ladies do this, but <laughs> Tara and I synced up. We did. We are 100 in sync. She started, you started your period how many days early? Yesterday. Oh, like four. And so did I. So I got mine last night and you got yours this this morning. morning. Dude, that's fucking nuts. Like we synced up over FaceTime. Like legit over FaceTime. And I'm just going to tell you this right now. Like I, some of my periods are a little strange. Like sometimes I know it's coming hundred percent. This time I did not. Me neither. Me neither until it literally like stabbed me in the back last night. And I was like, Mine, I didn't realize until I had my, uh, I had a period poop this morning. I was like, that was, that was a solid poop. You know, those yeah. period poops. Yeah. You're like, that was a lot. And then I looked down. I was like, that's a lot of blood. Yeah. Ha! Oh. Ah! <laughs> but I will say this. I was feeling a bit bloated and I, my face was a bit bloated and I was yeah. breaking out a little bit. So I was kind of like, yeah, you know. I get those like little pimples on my jawline. Same. And then yeah. I'm like getting little ones on my cheeks and I'm like, that's rude. Same. So I was, I was looking at myself going, Hey, you know, little choke chunky girl with some pimple face like come on let's let's get eating healthy let's you know yeah. take care of your skin and then i start my period i'm like oh you good you skinny. oh we're fine you we're doing glowing great bitch. we're good we're fine because <laughs> this give me two days on my period and then i'm back to normal that's how i am too well no i my period's only like two days oh, oh it's dude. great 
I hope to God mine's two days with you then. <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, honestly, when I was on birth control, it wasn't. It was like five to eight days. It depended. And as soon as I got off birth control, it was two days. Dude. Maybe sometimes like two and a half. And then it's just like disappears like it never happened. Birth control. Fucked I hate up. birth control. I mean, I don't really know how natural a lot of it is. It's not at all. You know what I mean? Like any of it. It's pumping your body with hormones like an excessive amount. Yeah. Like think about it. It's not healthy for you. No. Like at all. And well, the fact, so like I had my sister one time was like, yeah, I'm on birth control and I'm not going to get my period like ever. I'm like, (laughs) apparently that's not a bad thing. However, I don't think so. I don't think so. Our bodies are naturally. I mean, honestly, I don't care. I miss, I, I miss it. Cause it was nice, like not having a period, but then like also when I had the arm one, the next one on, and then mm-hmm. I had the IUD. And then when I was on the progesterone only one, cause I have chronic migraines, oh, okay. so I can't be on anything with estrogen. So the IUD messed me up really bad. Yeah. And it was just like one problem after another. And everyone's like, I don't have a period. I'm like, I'm bleeding for two weeks straight. Like, <laughs> this is great. At least I'm not pregnant. Yeah, you're like, at least I'm not. Yes, yeah, that's what you said to me this morning. I was like, I just started my period. You're like, at least I'm not pregnant. And part of me wanted to be like, bitch, I have to have sex to get pregnant. Well, yeah. I haven't been, though. Okay, but like, it's been like, what, a month? <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a while. It's in some Okay, day. but you like understand that it takes some time, right? Like, what do you mean? You're just not like magically pregnant. Well, you, I mean, you're magically pregnant, but you don't know. What, what if you didn't know, you know? So you're saying I could have two periods and still be pregnant? Uh, yeah. It's a thing. I'm. I swear. How do you think those girls who don't know they're pregnant then poop out a baby at six months? <laughs> they're like, no, I had my period. It, no, it wasn't. I literally googled so many times, and I know Google's correct. WebMD particularly, like they tell me everything I need to know. Yeah, sure. Like literally, when they tell me I'm gonna die, I believe it. Yeah. Which is every single time I look up something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I when I googled stuff, I was like, can you still like get your period and be pregnant? And they were like, not likely. But you still can bleed. Bleed. It's, but you okay, think bleed. it's your period, right? So does like, that mean that you're having like a miscarriage though? Too? No. Apparently, it's just normal. I don't know. I've never I've never been pregnant, so I don't know. Yeah. But like. That was the case with a ton of my friends as they still like bled and they were like, oh, it's just my like light period or whatever. And boom, they had a baby. Dude, I would be like, I would, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. I'll tell you right now, if I feel the way I did when I was pregnant the first time, I would know because I felt like death 24 seven. Like I could barely move without wanting to get sick. Yeah. And honestly, I hope that never happens. Like, like part of me is like, man, if that's what, that what happened to babies feeling like for like nine months caught me out. Well, remember how Erica was and then her labor was cake. Was it? Yeah. She had the most miserable nine months of her life. And I can attest to that. I talked to her almost every day (laughs) and that poor thing. But now like he's here and he's perfect and labor with, for her was perfect. Well, that's good. So she's like, I want another one. I'm like, I knew it. Like, I knew I, it. I knew she was going to try to pop out another baby. I know. Well, like, give me a goddaughter now, you know? Like, yeah. I want a goddaughter. I have plenty of godsons. Not that I love, don't love them all, but like. Yeah, but you want to buy the on. cute little baby girl clothes, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. I want to buy her little bell bottoms and bows and be like, oh. Dude, baby stuff is so expensive, though. It is. Any, like, I was walking in the BX the other day, or you guys call it NX, or what? I don't know what you guys call it on other bases. Just call it whatever but yeah like i saw all the cute stuff and i was like god damn that's expensive yeah like even the little like owl things or owlets or whatever they give them yeah now the, little, and- the little foot 
foot things. Yeah, those and like all they the other even things have that they a need. Little baby like formula Keurig. What? Yeah. It's a Keurig for baby formula. Of course they would. I got one for, like, we got one for Erica collectively because she's like, oh, that's what I want. I said, okay. Oh, my God. It's okay, so baby it, formula Keurig. Aaron, Aaron Birdsall, um, who's the singer mm-hmm. of the intro song you guys love so much. Him and I were at the mall the other day here, and they literally had a baby Burberry store. What? Yeah. He goes, he goes man, someone's going to kidnap that baby just because of how expensive it is. <laughs> Just take all his clothes, you know? I know. I was like, shit, you're right. At a baby Zara store. Wow. Like, literally its own physical, like, store, store. just for babies. It's wild. And I think to myself, man, if I'm spending a couple grand on an outfit for a child. I mean, at that point, you don't even care what kind of money you make. You know what I mean? You, know? you probably you don't wipe even your care. ass with $100 bills. Exactly. You don't even care that it's, like, that kind of dollars. No. You know? But that's crazy to me. But they are expensive. Children? Yeah, like someone said, yeah. is your rich aunt really rich, or is she just rich because, or is she just have no kids? Yeah, and I'm like, I mean, my dog's expensive, so I can only imagine like children. I know. Well, do you buy? Do you buy? Um, wow, I just blanked on her. Kimber, name. thank you, Kimber. Like bougie food. Yeah. Yeah. So do I. She's a sensitive own. lady. Like yeah. she gets the best food. Like she has her collection of bandanas. <laughs> we gotta have bandanas for every season. You're like the dog mom. But Froggy Dog, okay, so, like, this is obviously not sponsored, but that's the bandana she has because they're so dang cute. But they, like, donate, like, to dogs, to other dogs, little homeless dogs. So, like, of course I'm going to spend $30 on a bandana. Why wouldn't I? I know. Because she looks so cute in public, too, you know? Yeah. So, like, yeah, I'm going to. I know. I I probably learn how to sew and just start making her my own bandanas, but. I mean, my favorite bandanas is is her Ho 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 one for Christmas. Yeah, but. Like, $10. Oh, you okay. Know? I got it off Amazon. I feel like dogs are a little bit of a stepping stone to kids in ways. Do you know what I'm saying? If I can handle her, I can handle anything at this point. Do you see that? Like, because we, like, we, we spoil them. Yep. We spend a lot of money on them. Yep. We do train them. Just, yep. like, kind of kids are trained. Like, right? Like, <laughs> kids are trained. In a sense, they are. Like, I was talking I mean, to, I guess. I was talking to one of my buddies. Well, like, in a way, like, you know, you. Uh, I like how we're talking about kids and we I both do not know. have kids. I mean, I essentially raised, I feel like, my younger siblings. I don't know how you feel, no, but I like, not. oh, I felt like that in, in so many ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I started babysitting at 10 years old. I, I babysat early, too, which is really funny because I don't like kids. Oh, see, I love them. Oh, yeah, I don't. So, like, for me, like, I would babysit, like, tiny little babies, like, newborn. I mean, t- like, at 10, dude, 10, 13. Like, I was making bank. Yeah, I bet. Bro. And so, yeah, so for me, like, you know, you do the same thing, though. You, like, teach right. them things. Not train them, but teach them things. <laughs> no, you train them. <laughs> Tiffany, the child trainer. There's got to be some mom. Hit her up off. in her inbox. Tiffany, the child the trainer. trainer. <laughs> hey, they'd have some discipline, yeah. honestly, if they're, yeah. well, if they're little brats. People need discipline. <laughs> everyone everyone likes some type, sort of structure and discipline, especially kids. They need it. They don't mm. always get it because everyone's just scared to hurt everyone's feelings including their children but but that's one thing i noticed even too about when um like my stepdaughter you know what i mean like she like her mother was amazing and she had such great structure at home Mm -hmm. and then there sometimes with us like if she wanted to try to act out it was very similar like we gotta keep the same structure and like routine and everything for her because kids like you know, yes, while it seems like she really wanted that freedom, mm-hmm. at the same time, like, you can tell that she liked that. Right. And she needed that. Well, that, I mean, that's guidance, you yeah. know? Like, kids don't know what the heck's going on. All they know is, like, candy and cocoa melon and... <laughs> cocoa melon? That's all I know. I don't know. 
I don't know. I just, saw it on, I just saw Coco Melon on TikTok. I don't know. I guess. Oh. It's like the new Dora the Explorer or some weird. I don't know. Oh. Apparently, it's really addicting. Like well, It's like mesmerizing. I'll tell you right now. Like uh, Kids movies, I love to death. Oh, yeah. Sing. What? Trolls. You've never seen no. Sing? No. <gasps> mm, I'm about to show it. We're going to watch it one night or something. I'm good. Trolls and all these other shows. No, trolls, like, trolls are scary. I'm not doing that. I thought it was so cute. No, I'm good. Justin Timberlake is like the cute little troll. Anna Kendrick? I'm good. No? Okay. Yeah. Well, that could be one. We can just watch Disney or something. There I like go. Disney movies. You know, I wasn't really allowed to watch much Disney when I was younger. I'm not surprised. Because of just, you know, upbringing and everything. Yeah, I'm sure. Which, by the way, that leads me to believe we've gotten, like, quite a bit of, like, DMs from people. Mm-hmm. So, like, first of all, we love the fact that we're hearing so much from you guys. It's great. Right now. Like, it's really cool how many DMs uh, we're getting, like, just you guys saying you relate or, like, you're happy we're talking about certain things or you're really enjoying the the podcast, which we fucking love. Or apologizing to Tara <laughs> for things. But that's, like, awesome, though. I mean, it is awesome. Like, yeah. we're just sitting here talking, like, best friends, and we've already talked about these things, uh-huh. like, in a general sense, and now we're diving into it. Now people are hearing our conversations, and it's, like, real life, yeah. you know? Absolutely. But one of the things I kept like one of the things I got was um, I we had very similar upbringings. Like there's yeah. a lot of people. And one thing I think so Tara and I were talking about, we'll do an episode and it, we know it's not going to be like for everyone. Yeah. Uh, but like Tara has gotten asked quite a bit a lot about her faith and her journey. And I know that there are people who grew up very similar to me. And I think that Tara and I are in different places in life with right. this. And like I grew up very much in the church and and so like I learned a lot of things over the years and there's things I've taken from it and there's things that I you know that I've learned from it and so I think Tara you know was going to share your yeah. you know your experience with it and then I was gonna share mine too right because it's cool because we kind of flip-flopped in a way like you grew up with it I didn't now I'm really deep into it and you have your own view on it mm-hmm. you know so it's like I mean you don't have to have religion in your life to like listen to it. But we like understand that people aren't going to want to listen to it because of what it is. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like that's, what's cool about this world is like world's going to keep spinning, whether your opinion is right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Cause it's an opinion. Um, but at the same time, like if you can help someone, that's great. If I can help someone, that's great. It's just a really cool dynamic yeah. between it. But like we, we've always stayed away from politics and religion and, and any like the hot button topics, because the yeah. thing is, it's like, who am I to sit there and push my ideals on you right. guys and my opinions? And just because I believe something doesn't mean that I'm right. Yeah. And so we've always stayed away from those things. Cause honestly too, like I've always wanted this to be like a happy, healthy podcast. You guys can come and laugh and relate right. to things and not feel like turned off in some way. So we'll have like one episode where we'll talk about it. And then after right. that, that'll be like it. Yeah. You know, unless we get another question about it, like, sure. You know what I mean? But I just, it's just not going to be one of those things that we're like just always like sitting there preaching on. But it's really cool, though, that we're like people can sit there and go, I've had like a similar upbringing. Right. In a sense. Um, we did get hit up by a lot about the Ho Years episode. Yeah. And like other women going through very similar situations of right. rape or assault. Right. Um, in particular. That's so sad. I know. It fucking breaks my goddamn heart. We got one of you guys stating, she said, hey guys, I just listened to your whole year episode and I just want to thank you guys so much for everything that you said. Um, It helps me know that I'm not alone and you've also helped me actually let go of a lot of my shame that I've had too. She said, as a woman, we get shamed so much more than our male counterparts. 
especially for sex. And I unfortunately let them make me feel like shit. She goes, by the way, on another note, um, and I'm, I'm an Air Force vet. And I've also had two instances of sexual abuse while in service. And at the end of the day, I felt like they were both my fault for the longest of times. Um, she goes, I have since accepted that is not my fault, but hearing you both say it out loud too literally has added to my healing process. So I just got goosebumps. Um, I just too. So thank you guys so much. I, so, so I just, I look up to you guys so, so, so much. So, um, first of all, I love that we can talk about sex and that you and I both have like, we have our differences is on it. But that as women, we sh- and we should never feel shame for it at no, all. No. And so I absolutely love that we can talk about those things and joke around about them. And then you feel better about it. Right. And that there is no shame. No, there is no shame mm-hmm. at all. And I honestly wish I would have realized that a long time ago. Actually, to be honest with you, I had no shame while I was doing it. Mm-hmm. And then after the fact, I felt so shameful. And then, you know, my whole journey, my whole walk whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I started to not feel shame anymore because that's the great thing about it is you, you let all those things go yeah. because you're accepted for who you are and you move on. Yeah. And whether you, you walk in the faith or not, it doesn't matter. Like finding and figuring out that shame is not a real thing. It's just kind of like an attack against you. It's you against you at that point. It because, is. I mean, it's a guilt you're putting on yourself, right? It is guilt you're putting mm-hmm. on yourself and you're talking about it and you're having these feelings like, Oh, I am a hoe. But like generally what even is a hoe? Mm-hmm. Like people joke like <laughs> that they're hoes or sluts or whatever. And sure. it's just like, you mean that but... I'm sexually expressive? Like most people are in the world right. and like men, like, but men are too. And they don't get called these things. Right. And, but that's how the world is. I know it's always going to be like that. And it's sad. I think that's the thing too, is that we we've taken on from the outside world, their ideals and pushed them onto ourselves when that doesn't have to be the case. Exactly. You know what I mean? Cause like, again, that's literally just your opinion and what you think. And that doesn't have to define who I am as a person. Right. Right. You can look at bigger things and say, well, you know, in retrospect, like, is this like the defining moment in my life? Is this what I'm going to remember forever as like being, this time in my life where it like really made a difference. No, yeah. no. Yeah. But it's almost, it's easier said than done sometimes too, to not let things. Oh, you. I th- <laughs> you're talking yeah. to the queen of yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? like, it's, but it's, it's, it's something that you, even myself continue to work on all the time, every single day, you know? And I mean, I like challenge you guys to do that too. Like find like that one thing that's bothered you for mm-hmm. long time. And just work on it. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with asking for help. There's nothing wrong with like dialing in on something that's not right per se, or that makes you feel less than and fixing it. Yeah. You know, like there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm glad that mental health and like things like this are becoming normal. Finally. I think that's one of the things like I'm really proud of this world for doing. No, I'm not proud of a whole lot because you know, yeah, (laughs) We'll be cray cray sometimes, <laughs> sometimes like every other <laughs> week. But you know, it, that's one of the things I am really proud of. And yeah. you know, rape becoming like a huge deal. Like mm-hmm. before, it was like, oh, okay, well, sorry. And now, like in the or, military, or, it's getting traction even more. It was, was your fault. It's you the do? way you dressed. It was the way you presented yourself. Oh, you were drunk. Like, shut up, mm-hmm. shut up. That has nothing to do with it. That is their fault for being a horrible human like that has nothing to do with it and that's like one thing i've like 
am so proud of like everyone for like realizing that finally. And of course you have your dudes that are like, Oh no, it's cause of this, this, and this, like sure. go back to your swamp. Like, please go back to your swamp Shrek. Like I'm sure you've never gotten laid in your life. So like you're the kind of dude that does that shit because you yeah. can't get it on your own. Like, yeah, that's the problem. Oh, I'm sure there's that, but there so many underlying deep issues with these people, Oh, a thousand too. percent. Like, that takes a psychopath. Like, yes. to do that to somebody, that takes a psychopath. And you know, the crazy thing is it's not only men, though. It's women, too. Yeah. Men get raped by women, too. I've heard stories. I have as well. And, and I'm like, that's the crazy part. And But I'm still waiting for that as prevalent. Be, well, it probably is, but here's the thing. There's Dudes shame don't want to talk about it. With men. And I hope, like, if that's you and, like, you were ever, like, raped, even... If yeah. it was a man or a woman, like, I hope you find peace in that yeah. and like realize that it doesn't make you any less of a man. No. At all. And I think that needs to be completely like thrown out there because men are so shameful because this masculine, you know, stature they need to keep. And it's just like, no man, like you got hurt. Yeah. That's hurtful. And you were taking advantage of, but yeah, I, I see what you mean. You know, they're supposed to be strong and yeah, masculine and not talk about their feelings and emotions and like how horrible, how crazy would it sound to be like yeah i had this chick rape me you can be strong and heal absolutely you know i think that takes a lot more strength strength than anything there's strength in being vulnerable there's strength in having emotions and tapping into those and sharing them and talking about them and yeah right absolutely um well we got okay so with episode one we've been getting some uh comments about my breast augmentation that i want we first had uh, one girl said, run the fuck away from that doctor. All red flags. I already told you that. Yeah. But you know how we, we also asked some of the ladies if they had like certain stories yeah. to share. So one of you awesome ladies reached out and she wanted to tell her story. So she right. said, hey, ladies. So I listened to your first episode. Amazing, by the way. Can't wait oh, to catch thanks, up on the rest. <laughs> but I wanted to share my personal horror story with my breast augmentation. So I got my boobs done in October of 2018. After healing and being clear to work out, I noticed that my left breast fell off when I ran. It felt like the implant was like swooshing around. She goes, super gross feeling. Anyway, I went on running and working out, but I was really having like hold my boob like when I was running so that my implant would be like still. After a workout in January of 2020, I went home and noticed that my left breast was larger than normal. I shrugged it off and by the next morning, it was literally three times its normal size. I immediately went and saw um, to a new surgeon the next day and ended up having the implant removed a week later. I had textured silicone implants and apparently the texture rubbed off my tissue and fluid filled in around my breast. She goes, I guess that's actually a pretty common issue. And most surgeons don't use textured implants anymore because of this. Right. She goes, I really wish I knew that prior to my breast augmentation. Like after that surgery, everything was going great until October. I noticed my right boob did the exact same thing. Why didn't she just get them both taken out? Again, I went back to the surgeon and had the implant replaced with a smooth silicone implant. It's been a year since the last surgery. So far, so great with the new implants. But I just wanted to share my story and hopefully prevent Tiff or anyone else from this happening. Oh, my gosh. I actually heard about that and it was like very soon after I got mine done and I was freaking out. I was like, I don't know if mine are textured. Like I, I don't think my doctor would do that, yeah. but like, Oh my gosh. Like what if they are like, what if, 
Because that's like essentially like a booby lava lamp. Yeah. <sighs> Can, that poor girl. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine like going through? Well, okay. Well, you can't imagine because you haven't gotten them done. But no. I couldn't imagine going through that surgery, even though I had a really easy time with it. Mm-hmm. And like that happening. But then there's so many things that can go wrong, like capsular contracture and like your pocket, like your boobs bottoming out. Like there's so many things that can go wrong that like I was not messing around with my surgeon. Like I did tons of research, like, and I mean, things happen, like your body's going to react different. Everyone's different. However, like don't go to a crappy surgeon and not spend decent money and expect like good results because something's going to happen. And I don't want to say that all the time because like some people are just cheaper and that's Mm -hmm. fine, but I've seen some wonky boobies i've really been like reconsidering it quite a bit i don't blame you my boobs right now are a little bit swollen you know like a little bit yeah fuller because of the good old mother nature and yeah. i'm liking the way they look right now right and i'm sitting there like my biggest fear because anytime i've gotten botox actually botox like not as much yeah. but like i did fear getting botox at first especially when i had one lady <sighs> some doctor who I never went to before, like convincing me to like put it all around my eyes and my face. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like just please do the like seven yeah. plate, like the seven little dots that they normally do. Yeah. And she did do it around my eyes. I couldn't smile and it looked weird and I didn't like it. And if you have, of course you have to wait till it like yeah. wears off after three months. So I have a fear of that. And I have hmm. a fear of anytime getting filler. My well, face I know all, why. Yeah. Like wonky and fucked up and not looking the same. Yeah. So like I'm of course have a fear of me spending thousands of dollars on boobs and them being fucked up or me not liking them. Right. And me being like, man, these are too big. Yeah. Cause I mean, you don't want a lot. So no. honestly, if you want my honest opinion, cause I know I always give it to you. I, I just wouldn't. Okay. Because at this point, like you being wanting to be so athletic and dude, you never know what you're going to get. I asked for double D's and I got like boulders. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you never know what your body's going to do with it. I just, I know. If you're already doubting it, like I was like gung ho. I was like, yep, let's do it. Like no doubts at all. Like let's roll. I was but you're doubting for, it. I wanted them for so long. But like my biggest fear is because I've had fucked up filler in my face before. I know. I don't think I ever told you guys that. But like I like I got um like I want. So I have like a little bit of skin under my chin. And like as I get older, it's like becomes more and more. Right. This is not a. okay so in our family we have like the turkey neck thing and like i've slowly been getting like a little stuff here and there i don't really like doing big changes i want to look like myself and so i went to this place that was like i mean the both the injectors are very famous online yeah like they have very big accounts on and i've been following them i was following them for a very long time so i went to their practice yeah when i was out of town and i went to a lady who's been doing it for over 20 years and i said hey i would really like to like the only thing I wanted was to get something for my like chin area. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, there's nothing really I can do there besides like Kybella, which would like get rid of like yeah. some of the fat. She's like, but what I can do is like I can, she's like, you really need some, like you really need to lift in your cheeks, which will take away from your smile lines like around I there. I mean, it does. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she's like, and you really, she's like, I'm, she did a, like a seven point lift, which is like cheeks, jaw, chin, whatever. Right. Okay. And I was like, okay. How much did that cost you? Uh, four or more yeah and it was a lot yeah and she um and she and i was like listen i i told her i probably told her 20 times i got i know i got her annoyed i said i don't want to look different i want to look like me just a little bit more well rested and a Mm. little like that's it like and i said and i was like do you really think this is really help the, the chin or jaw area and she's like absolutely so she did it literally that day when i went back to the hotel i did not like the way my 
jaw look because she made it pointy. Right. I it did not really have a much of a pointed jaw. And I'm telling you guys, like, extremely fucking Yeah, it pointy. was. And I went back the next day because I was still there. And then yeah. and she was, like, pushing on the filler, like, really, really hard. And she's like, oh, it's still, like, moldable after, like, so much time. I was like, you promise it's not going to look like this? She's like, no, absolutely not. And it did. Actually, when it settled, it got way worse. Yeah, it did. Like, I'm, you guys, I'm telling you, like, I want you to think of, and it looked longer, too. So it looked like it a Jay Leno like, point. It was literally, like, it was weird. I don't, I've never seen a chin look like that. Yeah. Ever. It was, it, it was funky. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck? And I kept like reaching out to them and tell them I didn't like it. And then of course, when I talked to the famous lady, you know, the famous injector online, yeah. she was trying to convince me that that's what the aesthetic looks like nowadays. And that's what it, all the girl is. wants to look like. And I was like, well, I don't want to look like that. I told her multiple times I wanted to look like me Yeah. and all those other things. And so eventually I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I, I went to a place in Atlanta and got it dissolved. Yeah. And then you have to wait two weeks. So like I, it took $300 to get all the stuff I got dissolved mm -hmm. and then they re-injected it. So I had to pay for that. Yeah. And then I didn't like what they did in my jawline either. So I got that dissolved. Yeah. You know what I mean? Basically everything I paid for, I had to pay to get it out. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is a thousand dollars? Eventually I showed them the before and after pictures because mm -hmm. they were so bad. Yeah. And even my injector lady now and, and Atlanta uses them as a before and after to show like how good of work she could do yeah. for another injector. They gave me my money back. Thank God. Yeah. I, you know, I think they did though too. It's because they didn't want me to say anything about it. They didn't yeah. want me to name their practice, which is why I'm not right. out of respect. However, if you hit me up in my DMs, I'll let you know. Right? Yeah, you better because save everyone you, else. But I will. But that's the thing. If people want that aesthetic, like that in aesthetic, sure. like filler goes away. Filler dissolves. So it's like, if that's what you want to look like for a year or so, like that's cool, but no, thank you on my end. That's paying a lot of money for something that you didn't that you 100% did not ask right. for. Right. I mean, you had like a little witch chin, you know? Wait, what? you were just yeah. missing the mole. And I was literally, yes, the wicked witch of the fucking <laughs> goddamn west. East side. East, <laughs> east side. I was. And like, the best part is I asked you, be like, is my chin bad? And I was like, making you look at it. And you're like, oh shit. Now I noticed. Yeah, it is kind of like. Well, it's hard to see like when you were on FaceTime with me and I was like, yeah, but then when I pointed out, including my cheeks too, because my like, cheeks were a little bit more, you're like, don't get any more in your cheeks. I'm like, I didn't well, want any more. Plus, you just had gotten it, and I know better that you need to wait for a filler to settle, settle for at least two weeks. So I was like, I mean, don't freak out right now, but like, it doesn't look good. Yeah, it didn't. And I waited like a whole month. I know. So I do like, and by the way, like if you guys ever have questions about like what I've gotten done, like I'll tell you, I think we've talked about it yeah. right before. I think so. But like, I'll tell you guys like, yeah, um, I, like there's no shame in any of that. Oh, I don't care at whatsoever. I am trying to actually, I need to go get my dysphoria redone. Yeah. So I'm trying to naturally like, well, it's not even naturally, but I want to look naturally younger. Yeah. With just, just little bits at a time. Right. I don't want to look any different. I just want to, I just want people to go, damn, you're going to be 35 tomorrow. Hey, <laughs> you're going to be 35. But you look good for 35. Like, thank you. That's what right. I want. But I also don't want to look like, damn, that girl's got a lot of work. Right. Because I don't want that either. No. You know? I can't believe I'm 35 tomorrow. I just said it all out. I can't believe it either. <gasps> You're getting old. I know. Don't say that. You're like a little grandma. That's. <laughs> Excuse me. What? It's called cougar now. No. 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 You have it's to have kids. 100% cougar. No. Yeah. You know what I'm afraid of? I'm afraid I'm going to keep getting some more chin hairs over the years. Same. Bro. Old Faithful. 
right here. Embarrassed as fuck. I right before I came out here to Texas, I did a quick a quick sweep of my face, like a good quick sweep. Yeah, you know what I mean. Checking for those chin hairs. It was like two days into the inspection out here. I saw one that was so long that I like curled back under my chin, like just like as if like the wind was hitting it. It went. Yeah. And I was like, where the fuck did you come from? Right. Why can't our hair on our head grow fast like the hair on our chin? Right. You know what I'm saying? I know. It's a little bit embarrassing. Yeah. It's kind of rude. It is a little bit rude. Like my mustache hair grows fast too. <laughs> I don't right now. I took care of it. I dermaplane my face. I do too. Well, do I'm not my whole face. I don't I don't think dermaplaning your old fa- your own face is a good idea. Oh. Because the blades aren't as sharp. Yeah, I do that. That's yeah. probably why I break Stop. out. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> why you break out. Dingus. That's why. Well, here's the thing though, is like like you you spend your life at med spas. How do you not get them to dermal I know, your face? I probably should. I probably should. But, here's the but thing, they so- won't do it with your skin having texture like that. So you need to stop doing it because what you're doing is spreading bacteria. Okay. So I've always had a hairier face. Now it's been lighter b- blonde. Right. But like I've always had a hairier face. And it's funny too because I'll get guys all the time that will like um, compliment me on my eyebrows. I'm like, yeah, but yeah, I have bushy like thick eyebrows. I shaved I shaved my belly button when I was younger and now I do have a little bit of a happy trail. Yes. <laughs> That I would pluck from time to time. Ow. And, oh, bitch. I get that shit wax now. Oh. Here's the problem. When I was younger, we wanted to shave so bad. My sister well, yeah. and I. And my mom wouldn't let us. So we stole. My, my mom, mom wouldn't either. We stole my mom's razors and I shaved everything, including my unibrow. Yeah. I shaved around my eyebrows. I shaved my face. I shaved my chin. I shaved. I shaved everything. I was like shaving my non-existent titties. That's weird. I was shaving everything because I, I, I didn't think you were supposed to have hair. Don't, don't you remember back then, like, stick thin girls and, like, were in and, like, zero hair, like, for anything no. or whatever else? Remember, you're older than me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're <laughs> only five years Fuck old. you. You're only five years I'm older just half than of me. a decade. Yeah. When you put it like that. But, yeah, it was, like, one of those things. So, yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I only wanted to shave my legs. And I had blonde hair on my legs, too. So did that's I. That's the funniest part. I had, that's the thing. I had blonde hair everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you generally do unless you're like really like dark pigmented, like your hair is darkly pigmented, which you have dark hair, but your nope. hair is still like a lighter brown. My like, hair I feel brown. like our hair is the same color. I think it is too. Because whatever, I have like four different hair colors in my hair right now because I'm just letting it go. Go. You know, but like, I think like a good chunk of it's like my natural hair. And I was like, wow, it's gotten darker. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, the thing is too, is like. Um, so I was, so I was told I have PCOS and I guess one of the, one of the signs or symptoms of PCOS is like hairy face yeah. or whatever. But the thing is like, I've always had blonde hair on my face. Mm-hmm. And so when I was at the med spa the other day, um, the lady was telling me like, she's like, there's no way you have PCOS. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, I'm telling you right now. She's like, every woman that has came in to this med spa with PCOS has like a five o'clock shadow. Yeah. And that she- is a thing, but also some, it may not be as bad for you. That's what I'm thinking too. Is like, cause I freaked out about that with my one chin hair and I was like, okay, you're being crazy. Like, but yeah. you know, you never know. Like, yeah, that's something that like, but she was still- telling me that some lady came in with like dark stubble yes. all over her face and said she literally shaved two hours before that. Right. And I was sitting there thinking to my, and she gets laser hair removal too. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting there. I know, like, I, I if you have that, Lord, I like can only imagine how you feel because I was sitting there going, right. okay, I need to be thankful for what I, like, it's not as bad. Right, right. And, you know, I mean? you know, your PCOS isn't, like, needing surgeries. Yeah. And, like, because I know plenty of people who have had to get the surgery just to be able to function. 
You know, that's scary. I have a feeling like mine's super mild or maybe even I I might have even got misdiagnosed with it. Maybe. Maybe it's just easy to say, oh, you have PCOS because you can't get pregnant. You correct. know, because I've always had irregular periods. Right. And that was like that. And I had some I have some acne, but it's not like cystic really bad. Right. And I have a little bit of facial hair, but it's not like to that level. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the guy was just like shooting. Probably from just shaving your face and your dark. nipple hairs. No. <laughs> I, okay, I didn't shave my nips hair. What are you talking? You I just was, said you shaved was, your non-existent was, boobies. I mean, I was shaving all around. So you just skipped the nipples. <laughs> some people have hairy nipples. You know that, right? I was told that. <laughs> you were told that. Yeah. Uh, by an old manager when I worked at Cheesecake Factory. That's creepy. He told me, he said something one day and he's like, yeah, and you guys and your nipple hairs. And I said, wait, I what? mean, I had blonde hairs around my nipples. And he goes, nope, some of you ladies are going to have, you, he's like, just wait till you get older. Because I was really young. I was like mm. 18 years old. You know what I mean? And he's like, you're going to get dark nipple hairs i know people one who day. get them waxed like because it's so dark yeah i mean i i've heard that but that's what you did to yourself yeah but luckily like i was really young yeah the only thing i kept shaving was the ha- a little bit of a happy trail i stopped shaving my face obviously you well, know what i mean until i got older <laughs> yeah and then the legs and the the jj yeah um but the random chin hairs is annoying yeah it is i will say this my um I'm gonna write this down in in my in my uh, yes column. Looking for men, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I want. I'm putting this out in the universe right now. I want my future significant other to be so comfortable with me, right? That maybe this motherfucker has like a tweezer in his wallet. Well, I don't think he's gonna like it if you call him an mf'er. But this beautiful know. human would have a a tweezer somewhere on him, and if right. he was like babe come here and like pulls me aside really yeah. quick like in a very like quiet area maybe to the bathroom and he like plucks it for me and right. he gives me a kiss on the cheek or forehead and then like pats me on the butt I got and you, walk babe. away <laughs> how sexy is that <laughs> sexy i just want to know i want to know like what how low your standards are that that is something that's like immediately on your yes column is, is that just like that he's going to take care of you or do you are you generally just so worried about him plucking a hair out of your face i think I think that is like, okay, so I think that's one of the sweetest things. I think to me that showing, like, because there are guys who are gross. Okay, by the way, the guys, there are some guys out there who get grossed out by everything. Yeah. They're grossed out by farts. They're grossed out by body hair. They're grossed out by, like, facial hair or anything. You know what I mean? And they find it it's, disgusting. Walter just laughs at my mustache. Like, literally, Erica and I were doing a photo shoot, like, with him. And she was like, look her in the eyes and, like, basically, like, look how beautiful she is. And he goes, all I can focus on is her mustache. <laughs> And that's how I knew that was going to be the man that I would be with for the rest of my life. Because he was just looking at my dang mustache. I was like, babe, stop. So the fact I forgot. that he can joke about that. Yeah, he doesn't and care. And he loves you. And, care, like, and he's not like grossed well, out. Well, he has a unibrow. So he really can't say anything. Like every time I have to go to Hawaii, like we get it. You, you plug know? it? Yeah. Ooh, I love that though too. But like, we don't touch the rest of his brows because we're like, he just wants his manly sure. big brows. And I'm like, that's fine. Let's get yeah, you to, rid of this unibrow. Like, but that's what I mean. I feel like that's full on acceptance. Yeah. Of who you are. Right. It's yeah. like, listen, uh, I don't know. Like you get cool. You get a chin hair. Like you're not grossed out by it. You like got me. You're taking care of me. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with like food in the teeth or like a booger or like all these other things yeah. you know what I'm talking about where like they just take care of you and like. I don't know. I think it's something kind of loving that other guys or people might be grossed out about that he's accepting of. Okay, but that's how you should word it, not like he plucks my chin hair out of my face. I think it's cute. I don't know. I can always feel mine coming in, so like I always take care of it. Yeah, I thought I did too until that, that one day. Was flapping in the wind. Until like, that one day was literally like just saying hello to everybody. <laughs> yeah, that was a no-go. That's sad. 
I know. Hmm. So, um, actually, speaking of, like, okay, so you were talking about like character traits, yes, and like stuff like that. So I've been learning like some things dating recently mm-hmm. that like I kind of wanted to share because one girl was even talking to me about it the other day, and I'm like learning. I feel like for me, certain things, I'm like, okay, this is a no go, and this is a yes. Yeah. Okay, let's play the game. First of all, and by the way, guys have been confirming this for me, too. Okay. One way to tell, one way I can tell, and I guess other people, too, that a guy really likes them Mm -hmm. on the first date is if they try to plan out a second date already with you on that first one. Truth. So, and I'm not talking about, like, creepy future shit, like, oh, my God, our babies would be, like, so cute one day and our marriage, like, our wedding. No, that's a red flag. Yikes. That's a red flag. Yeah. Is when they start like talking about that stuff is right. what I've been told no, even you. by therapists. Yeah. But the whole like, hey, like, so maybe like on our next date, we can go to this football game right. or we can binge watch the show together or whatever. It's showing that they're thinking of you and they right. want to spend more time. With Absolutely. You. So that's one thing I learned. Um, Two, that if a guy genuinely likes you and he's not just trying to like get in your pants, mm-hmm. he won't really be that physical with you on the first date. Two. True. For sure. And like guys and girls have both confirmed this one. Yeah. As well. Because I, they said that like if a guy is not physical with you, it's because like he's a, he doesn't want to cross a boundary because he really does respect you. Mm-hmm. And he wants to make it very clear that he's, his intent is there to get to know you. Right. And like, that's what he's doing. Yeah. Whereas if a guy is all touchy feeling, like kind of all over you and like feeling like right. he's crossing boundaries, he's, he's, what he's doing is he's seeing what he can get away with. Right. And seeing what boundary, like, you're going to put up for him. Right. And then traditionally, if he doesn't like it. Yeah, exactly. He's gone. Bye. So that's another thing that I noticed, too. Yeah, I think that's actually, like, one of the first things I noticed about Walter. Mm -hmm. Like, he was just so respectful. And, like, I think it was really cute because, like, our second date, we went to Oceanside Market. And we were, like, walking down the pier and he grabbed my hand. And I was like, wow. That's sweet. You're a gentleman. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so cute, you know? And yeah. that he's just never, like, pushed me to any limit. Like, he's always just kind of, like, been respectful. And, like, I've ne- I've had it, but not really because everyone's just like, oh, I want to have sex with you. And it's like, okay, that's great. But, like, I'm a lot more than that. Than that so yeah. can we just not? And that's, like, almost when I would lose interest, kind of. I'd just be like, okay, well, that was horrible. I'm yeah. glad. I was, like, kind of glad, like, I figured it out sooner rather yeah. than later, you know. But, like, still, I was like, man, like, there's there goes that, like, like spark or whatever. Yeah. Like, I was over it. And that's kind of, like, where I think I was getting at in the whole phase episode is because, like, you know, like, you could have feelings for someone. And then, you know, you have these, like, overwhelming feelings of, like, oh, I just want to be a hoe, like. But, like, I don't know. It kind of, like, ruins a lot of things mm-hmm. in a way. And, I mean, I guess it's a good way to see if, like, a guy really likes you. But, sure. I mean, I feel like if you're in that, like, hoe mentality, you're just, like, not even giving it a chance. Like, that's you, that's on you at that point. Unless they're, Maybe like, Maybe they no, want to no, no, give no. it a chance. No, no, no. Like, ma'am, back up. Yeah. But, like, Which on. is actually really rare that it would ever happen. Yeah. I feel like unless a guy was, like, truly in love with you or he knew you beforehand. Right. And you were kind of asleep with him. I feel like he would stop you and say, listen, I like really like you. Yeah. I want to get to know you first, but like, I, that's so or, rare. Oh yeah. That, yeah. That, yeah. That's this is like movie shit. I mean, that's like, that's like 
Christian stuff, you know, like that's uh-huh. like a no, like we can't do that. Or before. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. not having sex before marriage and stuff. And it's kind of just like, well, let me ask you this. Was Walter did. Was he complimentary to you when you what first you met, like on the first date? Did he ever like and I'm saying like within a balance. Right. So I feel like to. You know how like you get some compliments from men and like or when you first start dating, some guys are like all about your looks. I'm like, oh, my God, you're so sexy. Like, look at that. Like, right. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like crossing a line. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But then there's also the complete opposite where like the guy doesn't really like compliment you at all. Right. And it's like silent. Whereas I think there's like a happy medium. Mm-hmm. Right. Where like just for example, the other night when I, you know, and it, he doesn't even like me, but we're just cool. But I thought it was the sweetest thing. He was like, dude, I'm the luckiest guy here. And I'm like, what do you mean? And it was, it was bird saw. Cause we were like mm-hmm. hanging out and he's like, dude, I'm with the most gorgeous girl in Dallas tonight. And I was like, oh, you're like ex-girlfriend? Because she was the bartender. Yeah. And he he was like, no, you. Like, you look beautiful. Right. And even that day when I got dressed, he was like, you look great. And it wasn't in a creepy way. It was very much just complimentary. Like, you look great. And as a woman, it felt good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, because it's not stepping over that line. And it's just, like, sometimes nice to feel like you're like, man, I feel beautiful. But, like, I wonder if, like, other people think that. That's, like, those deep-rooted insecurities some of us have. (laughs) Me. Yeah. Um, And I think that I, like, really was fueled from compliments mm. and that's why my social media used to be the way it was like i was like oh man people think i'm so pretty and so cool uh, and so fun like so i love actually it affected you because i'm gonna tell you right now i'm the type of person where compliments only matter from people that i oh no really dude, i was like so insecure i was so oh. insecure so like that's why like i'm happy to be away from it like, yeah people can tell me i'm beautiful now and i'm like oh thank you but it's not like a fueling factor oh, i yeah. want people to like see what I'm doing with my life now and like be like you are so awesome like you beautiful like driven woman like get it and not just like oh you're just one of those Instagram girls just posting their boobs and their butt all over the internet I feel you know and like I think that's one thing I really really love about like with my relationship is that he's not good at complimenting Uh my looks Okay. He'll send me hard eyes and stuff like that. But I think that's genuinely what I needed because I based my self-worth on, on how that? someone thinks I look. You know what means more to me now is when he tells me he's proud of me or mm. like that he's so like happy to be with me. And like it's things like that that's more of a compliment to me now. Like I know he thinks I'm beautiful. Yeah. Like he would not be – I am I mean I'm shallow in a certain way. Like <laughs> – <laughs> I I mean I am like I'm I I couldn't date somebody that's not attractive yeah and yeah you're big on looks when it comes to the guys I talk to too yeah (laughs) well okay but let's be real you've dated some I've not gone for particularly looks I've gone for the for personality Mm, but you're really hard yeah but you're really fast to put them down when you don't think they're attractive so don't come at me with that crap because you're full of shit when I give a listen I can give I can give a guy like excuses all day long that's for fucking well I mean they can't be ugly and have a crappy personality which is what you also go for so I thought I've thought that they've had good funny they were good at their which one (laughs) which one Listen, I have what, a guy that can make me laugh is like the best thing ever. Yeah, but that's so easy. You laugh at everything. That's true. I laugh at myself so all I'm the just, time. <laughs> my point. So I'm just saying that, you you know, at some point you have to start having some sort of standard. To- I have found them attractive in some sort of way. Yeah. And initially. then later you're like, God, that's disgusting. Why did I, I think that? That's very fucking true. <laughs> I know. We're just serving facts tonight. I'm just going to keep calling you out because, so true. you know, that's what I'm here for. But, you know, I mean... But I think it's good for you because like it seemed as if 
you had to work on yourself. Oh, in that thousand sense, percent in that region. And you had to give yourself the love you deserve. Right. And recognize it yourself. Exactly. For you to be okay with where you are. Right. Because I mean, we've kind of touched on this. Like I've struggled with hating myself and never think I'm going to be good enough. Like my whole life Mm -hmm. for no particular reason. Like nobody's really ever made me feel that way. It was always myself making me feel that way. So that's like one thing the past year I really, really worked hard on. And it was also just allowing myself to just be like happy with myself, you know? And I mean, you know, gotta say it. God's a big part of that for me. Mm -hmm. And that's what saved my life essentially. But it's at the same time, I realized my worth was not in what other people thought about me. It was more of what he thought about me the people close to me thought about me and what I thought about myself, because how am I going to expect people to compliment me when I think like I'm ugly and stupid and like worthless and all these other things like that, those compliments then are empty. Nothing. Yeah. They're going into like a loudspeaker, like, and going right out the other side. Like I'm just like a little funnel. Like sometimes I'm a space cadet. Don't get me wrong, but like I absorb things and the things people say to me very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. And I keep them. And I've learned to let that go. Mm. And it's so cool to like finally feel like, oh, you know what? I'm doing the best I can. And, you know, sometimes I'll be looking a little ugly. (laughs) But also sometimes I'll be looking bomb and I'll compliment myself now. We all have our days. Oh, girl, I have more of those ah, days than not. Girl, you should see me like. Like my hair is so I've greasy right now. I've seen you looking rough before. I still thought I'm pretty sure I have a rough picture of you in my phone that I'm like saving <laughs> for something. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. You don't have me deep thrown a sausage. Exactly. That's your contact photo. <laughs> I also have your quadruple chin photo in my phone. So I, I would love- be very careful about those threats, Tip. There's that, that's right. It was a very loving. I'll make there's- posters. <laughs> by the way, by the way, the reason why she has a picture of me deep throating in a beef stick is because I was showing her how, um, how I gave this guy, I was really proud of the head that I gave and I was trying to show her how big he was. Yeah. With it. And she's like, what size was he? And I was trying to, I kept biting it down more and more. And, then and she was I was like, like, wow, that's so and she, impressive. And she was like, show me. And I was like, and then by the time I did it, you took the picture. Yeah, I so did. That's why. I mean, I baited you with that one, but that's I was like, that's what true friendship is though. Yeah. You know, you show your friends. I've got ugly pictures of all my close get, friends. Yeah. Like I mean, my roommate, I have tons. Yeah. I mean, your picture is literally the caricature or like, so you know how like. It's not even a character. I don't even know what that so thing is. You know how there's like fan art. Yeah. Online. So like Tara had someone give like draw her fan art and he made her look like a short person. Like he made you but look it like was, a But I had no legs. It was just boots. And I don't even know. I don't even know what it was like. It was like literally boobs your crotch and then feet. Yeah. Like huge and, feet. And then he gave you a massive head. Yeah. <laughs> I mean like, damn dude, you got to call me out like that. I know I got a big head. He's like, he's like that forehead. I got to like, <laughs> coming from my forehead. I mean, that one offended me a little bit, but it made you laugh profusely. And Thomas, I don't think I'll ever get over Thomas's reaction to seeing it. I don't think I've ever heard that guy laugh so yeah. hard. So that is your contact picture for me. Yeah, that's fine. I honestly think that if you guys don't have really embarrassing pictures of your girlfriends or just friends yeah. in general, and they're not their contact pictures, there's something wrong. Right. You got to make that happen. Oh, it's you know thousand I mean? percent. It's way better when they call you in public and people are like looking at your phone. Phone and it's a huge picture of, oh, it's, my God. I hate you for that now. And I'm I love it when you call oh, me. I'm not going to call you ever again. <laughs> you always call me. No. Oh, okay. So anyway, hold on. So had, did Walter ever compliment you? Yeah, a little bit towards the beginning? Uh, Yeah, a little bit. Okay. It wasn't, like, intense or anything, but, like, it was the way he looked at me more. 
Okay. And like would hold my hand and like his hugs were are were and still are the best. That makes a difference too. He just makes me feel safe. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I guess it's just weird that I've been like talking to this guy for like what since the beginning of October. It hasn't been that long. Yes, it has. It was the beginning of October. It was October first. Sheesh. We went on a date in San Diego. I don't even know what day it is, so and like I've I think he told me twice that like He's only told me twice. I'm, t- I'm yeah, I remember this twice. Mm-hmm. And he said the same thing last night when we talked like um yeah, I just want to see that pretty face of yours. That's dumb. And so I that's said like, you liked that, him. That's like you like Yeah, well now he made me mad, so we're good. But you, that's a stupid like I just want to see that pretty face of yours. Like what? And you saw what I looked like last night when we FaceTime. Yeah, you're just you're still beautiful. Yeah. That's why we turned the lights down. That we did turn the lights down. So I had a clean face, but it was broken out a little bit. And I had my little hair thing in. And I asked Tara, I like positioned all the lights perfectly and dimmed them. And I'm like, can you see? And she's like, no, it's a perfect shadow. Like, you can't like see. Like, we were anything. literally. <laughs> so I can FaceTime. We were literally lighting fishing this guy because we're... I was like, oof, like you look a little rough, babe. And, and my face was shiny. Your face was very shiny. Yeah. But you had oil on. So that's, but we know that. You <laughs> we know, know that. we know that. But that guy might have been like, yeah, that this was girl a- sweating. Is she watching cops? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> this bitch wanted to come. I just like he's never really seen me without makeup on, so that right. you know. And honestly, it's fizzling out. It's it's fizzled out. So it was it was good while it lasted. <laughs> like that's what you say every time. I know. So you can't let him go. It's all a lesson. Oh no no no. We we're good. Mm-hmm. This one was this one's fine. But yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that was another thing that I'm realizing, too, is I think that a guy will still be respectful, but kind of still pay you some compliments. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Hey, like, respectfully, I think you look absolutely gorgeous tonight. Like, Thanks, you too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, something similar to that. Because yeah. when that night, when I did go on a date with him, I looked fucking bomb, dude. Right. Like, I know I looked good. And maybe I didn't expect it then, but maybe even later on expected it mm-hmm. or something. Like, I don't want a guy to be obsessed with my looks, but I guess at the same time, maybe, like, throw out a compliment here or there. Like, I was complimenting him quite often, I felt like. Oh, I compliment Walter all the time. Yeah. But it's just, it's not his thing. And that's the I thing I would I know there's a love language, rather... too. Right. Like, and I get that, which is why I asked him what his love languages were. Mm-hmm. But it's still, like, I guess I would just think that if you really liked someone, you would compliment them in some way. And I never got any, any compliment sure. from him. So I guess I would just assume and think, and even guys were telling me that like, yes, if a guy really genuinely likes you mm-hmm. and like, I was on that date with you and everything too, like he's going to probably tell you something yeah. nice about you, whether it's something about your looks or something about like, maybe I love your smile or your laugh or like, you smell you t- like roses. Yeah. Something you smell great. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> Something Unless they sniff lines. you like that, then that's you creepy. need to run No, that's away. like fucking Hannibal Lecter shit. Get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Get out of here. Okay. So that was another thing that I like for me is an obvious one. Yeah. And another one that I figured out too is that guys were telling me, and I also seen for myself, that when at the very beginning of like when you guys first meet and if the guy really does like you, he'll do anything for you. Meaning. True. That if he he will make time to call you, mm-hmm. if he says he'll come see you, he's gonna come see you. Right. Um. Like he like he he will want to spend time with you. If we were if you're long distance, he'll do whatever he can to get to you as soon as he can right away. Thousand percent. Um. And so I was even told that you know tonight I was asking one of, one of the guys I was talking to one of my guy friends and I said hey, this guy said he was gonna come see me and then 
eventually later on, like, didn't come see me. And then, you know, I asked him if he was still interested in me. He said, yes. He's like, no, he's definitely probably not anymore or like losing interest or like, cause they said, believe me, guys, like guys will make the effort. Yeah. So to me, like those are all things that I'm noticing, like after first dates right. or, or dates that are to me like, you know, like, okay, this is it. And also one other thing that I really le- learned because of all of this is that if you're ever confused about a man, like, if you're dating a guy, talking to a guy, whatever, and you feel confused, like, what are we? Does he really like me? Why won't he come see me like he said he would? Um, he doesn't really call me as much. I'm really That's weird. He hasn't really made it known that he really likes me. If you're confused and it's not, like, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. I don't agree with that. You don't? I don't agree with that at all. Because if you think about it, like, obviously, there's very clear signs this is why I keep being told, and I honestly kind of well, believe it from what I've seen. But no, because that's false. Because if you are a naturally anxious person or you have an anxious attachment style, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how does that affect it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I've questioned it, and I had no reason to. I was just jaded, could not see it. He could have told me anything in that moment. I'd have been like, but, but, but. But I don't have an anxious attachment it style. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, but. Like, it's the way you perceive men, though. Like, you attach yourself. I think you think you don't attach yourself to people, but you do. And it's, like, subconsciously. Well, I used to. Who am I attached to right now? We're not going to name names. But there, this whole year, <laughs> almost, has been one story after another of you, like, freaking out. And it was the wrong dude. So here's, here's what I have done. And this is what I've been working on. I have the tendency to be so loyal in the initial talking stages Mm -hmm. that when I first start talking to a guy, I block out everything else and everyone else, including other men. And I like sit there and I like really try to like give them my time and my energy and sit there and go, Hey, if I'm, if I'm, if this is going to work, I got to give them my all. Right. Right. And by doing that, uh, I also sometimes like don't, it's unhealthy, but I also don't like, you know, I'll literally make time for them. I'm going to stop you right there, though. Is that not an attachment? No, it is a little bit. No, it is. no, it is. So I will do that. Right. And then I start the whole fantas- the fantasizing thing in my head. Right. Which I've really been trying like really hard not to do. But you get like excited. Right. Sure. And you think to yourself without even knowing this person that much mm-hmm. and without even knowing if I really like him, I start like, you know, and not fantasizing like me marrying him, but like you know, what dating him would be like, or like maybe in the future, like mm-hmm. if I was to go to this or he was to come here. Right. And I get right. kind of excited for things. And like, literally I'm just excited about a potential of a person and not really the reality of a person. Right. Is what I've been doing. And part of me wonders if I'm doing that because I so badly have wanted something or I'm trying to see the good in them or like, right. I don't even know whatever else it might be. So what I've been really trying to work on since the last person, <laughs> just punch okay. myself you just in the punch boob. yourself in the boob. That's what happens when you have big tits. If you had small ones like me, you wouldn't have to worry about that. I mean, I'm good with not being able to slide across the floor with ease. Okay. I don't got to worry about punching myself because like it's just literally a rip. You yeah. know? I mean, you slide on that floor. You're going to keep going. I'm going to stop eventually. I keep going. These door stoppers. <laughs> but um, but what-, what I'm saying, though, is like it's it's not always it's not somebody's responsibility 
to make you feel secure. No, 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 no. I agree with which, that. Which, uh, yeah, you agree with that. However, you're saying that basically if it's like not a clear yes, then it's a no. I, but I, but you're depending on that person's making you feel that way when something else might be going on. That's not true. I think it's been a very clear no for the guys I've gone for. Let's be real. Yeah, but you didn't take that no though. Exactly. Because I wanted to be delusional because I was literally sitting there not looking at the red flag. That's what I'm saying. Like, but those are red flags though. I mean, but these, but here's the thing too. Like I've had therapist, there's like dating experts and all these people online saying the same thing. If a guy is making you confused by any means of like, if he's not telling you that he's interested in you and making the efforts to like try to talk to you or be with you or all these things, it's very clear and evident. Like if he's hitting you up late at night, if he, you know, is well, that's a clear, that's clear though. Okay. But, but you didn't seem to know that though, because you were late to the game. So sporadic, so that's what I'm saying. This is what I'm learning. Sporadic texting, making excuses why they're busy saying that they're going to do something and not following through on it, having their actions not meet up with their words. Like I'm sitting there confused. Like, does, does this he like, okay. Me? Does he not? Let me interject though. Is this for like very early on or is this for like later relationships? Because like, I'm busy. I think Walter's busy. I think it's very early on. Okay. So we're just talking about early on. Yeah. like normal. I said when you first meet someone in the first dates. Uh That's what I was talking about the whole time. Yeah. But also like some people are just like standoffish. Like, I mean, say, I mean, you've clearly been hurt in relationships, right? So you might be a little bit like, eh. Like dudes are like that too, you know? Like that's why I'm kind of like, eh, no. But also yes. But like. There's red flags, but there's also, I don't think there's, obviously there's a very clear heck yes, heck no, but I don't think that's like the end all be all because some people are just a little not, some people are not as ecstatic about like, I'm not looking for a static, but let's be, let's be real right here with, with Lance. We're going to call him Lance. Yeah. I named him with Lance. Lance was a fuck yes at first. Right. He was, he made very clear to me that I was a fuck yes. Now to me, it's very clear. I'm a fuck no. Can you not agree with that? Yeah. By I mean, his action. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would say a heck no, not an F no. Because okay, but like, you don't say He's that. like, eee. I'm confused know? now. And I can, but I have a reason to be confused because his actions aren't lined up with his words. Yeah. And it seems like he's, I know, you know Lance, and, you really disappointed me. I was rooting for you, man. And honestly, all the guys I've talked to about it are like, no, he's a, that's a no. Yeah. So that's what I mean in the early dating stages. Like, all the every guy has been telling me that like if he really wanted to see you, he would come and make it happen for sure. And if you want like so that's what I mean for me. I'm not saying later on stages in a relationship. I'm saying at the very beginning, the guy's not willing to do those things. If it's if you are confused about it at all, right? And there seems to be some games or, you know, I don't know because I always would just be like, oh, I'm good, you know, like mm, later. Like I don't I don't know like I don't think it's always dependent on them. It's like also dependent on you. Well, I know. I don't think so either, but I'm saying like, if I still liked him, but I'm now sitting there confused. I mean like, man, I really like the guy, yeah, but, like, but also you're different. And we already talked about this. Like when there's a good thing, you kind of make an issue out of it. And I mean, I know you're working on it. I'm I think really we talked about that. You. I think we talked about that on the one that's not I, airing. We did. Yeah. We did because you were like, no, I'm ready. But then in the same sentence, you're like, I haven't healed. And I'm yeah. like, so I, talk, so I could talk about that. Um, because what, because yeah. So we've talked about the fact that I, number one, we're just calling to call me out apparently here this entire fucking episode. <laughs> hey, it's your turn, buddy. Um, but I, besides 
like giving men who don't even deserve it and who I don't even know yet all my loyalty. Right? right. And then all my attention at the beginning and then fantasizing things and then only looking at potential and ignoring all the fucking red flags. Um, I also do that with men that are not good for me. A thousand percent. And what I was talking with Tara about earlier, because Lance like came on really good at first. When I first met him, we had a really good first date, second date. Um, he was like texting me every morning, every evening, FaceTiming me. Like it was, it was yeah. a lot of really good. Right. Yeah. And the minute that I saw all this good, I got really scared and wanted to like push him away. Mm-hmm. And I had to like sit there and do a little bit of self-reflection and ask myself what the fuck's going on. Right. Why do I seem to like really want to go for men that I know really aren't good for me? And I see that. Right. And then why do I want to so easily push men that are great for me away? And then I reflect it back into my life and notice I did that throughout all of my time. Mm -hmm. Any single guy that was like madly in love with me that did everything that he could for me and like literally was by my side, whether it was for like, uh, you know, a year or up to seven years or 10 years. Right. I pushed away. I would sabotage it. Mm-hmm. I would avoid them. Right. But then I would go for like, obviously you look at my track record for terrible <laughs> guys. And so yeah. I had to sit there and start asking myself why, like what is wrong? And I think there's like three different questions that I have for myself is number one, do I truly love myself? Because if I don't love myself, then obviously I don't think I'm deserving of that love. And that's my second question. Do I not think I'm deserving of this love that I want so badly? Right. Or three, is, is it just because I'm so afraid of it? And I've always been afraid of it my whole fucking life. Right. Is that raw, vulnerable, unadulterated, just love and being accepted for everything that you are? Because right. I think deep down inside, I think it's going to crush me and my soul if I'm really being honest to like be that vulnerable with someone and because like I've had shitty guys hurt me and that sucked. I can only imagine what it'd be like to fall in love with like the best person that you've ever met in your life and mm-hmm. have this like the most amazing connection that you've ever had. And then put up. Yeah. But it's not worth the them. risk though. Like I, I feel like that's worth the risk. You would think. And I thought that I was risking it, but I don't think I ever have. I think that I've always been, I think I've always had a wall up <laughs> and I think I've always been one foot in. Yeah. I gotta be fucking you put honest. one foot in and then you go for like Jim Bob like down the road and you're like he's so great and i'm like on which planet girl because he sounds horrible yeah i honestly think that like i convince myself that i'm i honestly think that i have convinced myself that i am like giving love a chance right and like like i am sabotaging myself like almost unconsciously now by going for a bad guy because i yeah. know that it's going to be a safe option still because some because I know it's, it's not the gonna weirdest last. safe option. Isn't it so fucked up? It's like, so believe stupid. Me, I know, like this whole thing. And I've been sitting I here. I tell un- you this all the time. It's so dumb how you think like that. Unpacking like, my stuff. You're just literally like letting these men treat you like garbage. And like, I've told you this a million times. How is it that I see yourself worth way more than you do when you're like upset about these men that treat you like crap? And this goes for everyone. Mm-hmm. I'll tell anybody this. Like, why are you sacrificing your integrity and your morals and your like self-worth for a dusty ass trash can of a dude? Like why? Yeah. I mean, shoot, I've been there when I was way younger and maybe like this is now a thing for you mm-hmm. because you've been married almost your whole adult life, you know, My whole dating life. That's all I did. That's all you did. That's all I've known. Married and we all know that that wasn't the best choices either, no. but like, luckily you have me cause I'm not letting you get away with anything no, I know. at this point because it's, it's just so ironic. Cause I was even talking about it today 
to one of my friends, like, I am so successful in, like, almost every year of my life, but I am, I'm, like, the worst at Hey, we gotta have our downfalls. I suck at math. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm really bad at math, though. But, though, and, like, I'm just saying, and, like, honestly, like, I'm still unpacking shit. And I'm wondering, like, how one much One day of at this- a time, Tiff. No, I know. And I'm wondering just how much, um, you know, things boil down to, like, childhood stuff or yeah relationships with my dad because honestly too when i look at um stuff with my sisters mm-hmm. we all go for very similar men yeah oh uh, well we all have been cheated on multiple times right um and i'm, I'm not gonna like tell their stories because it's for their story to tell you know what right. I mean? but like you just see certain things and i'm like dude i love my dad to death he's like amazing but then i wonder sometimes too like if there's certain things that we did or didn't get that like affected us or like right um maybe sometimes the way we were raised and like what we thought with sex and men and other things like i don't know but i yeah i'm definitely working on that 100 percent. Right. so for me like i'm still and honestly i never really dated yeah i'm 35 years old and i never really fucking dated like how fucking weird is that that's weird this is the first time in my life that i've dated yeah, well, you're not very good at it. So, like, like yeah. I tell you a million times, pump the brakes Imagine until you can figure it out. Imagine someone dating for the first time. You know, there's people who are professionals at it. I mean, there was a 40-year-old virgin, so I don't think it's, like, that I'm brand crazy. fucking new to it. Like, yeah, every guy that I, like, seriously date, like, any guy that I really dated, I married. Right. Yeah, we're not doing that again. You don't got to worry about that shit. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? But you tell your fantasy head games that then, ma'am. Well, so that's one thing that I actually feel really good about because with Lance mm-hmm. and a few other guys that are trying to talk to me right now, I'm not doing that too I'm at proud all of you. I'm being trying to be realistic. I'm, I'm actually the best part is I'm keeping busy with my life. When they text me, I don't feel like I have to text them back right away or like, right. you know what I mean? And I just get back to it when I can. Um, I'm not like just sparing time for these for these guys until they actually prove to me that they're worth my time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's right. a lot of things that I'm really, I, I really got really got a good dose of reality with that last one. Yeah. A little bit. And I don't know why. Cause it, I didn't. That's what happens when you don't listen to your best friend for the <laughs> 15th time. Sometimes it's like I've been around or something. I don't know. Sometimes you got to learn lessons the hard way and multiple yeah, times. But, yeah. But like, look, if I can prevent that, that's what I'm here for. No, I know. And at some point you're going to listen to me and be like, wow, Tara, like every other time she told me this, but yeah. until then I'm still going to tell you and I'm still going to get mad at you for doing dumb crap. Cause you know, better. Well, it's the, the same. Thing. It's the same thing too. And like, when we give advice on these, it's so easy to give it. Right. But just like we said before that, like when you're emotionally in it and it's really hard, like, you know, sometimes what's right. It's just really difficult. You know, speaking yeah. of which, so let's take your, we need to like, I'm going to talk to your therapist myself and tell him what we need to work on. <laughs> I'm going to make a list. <laughs> Dear Mr. Tiffany's therapist. You do realize that he's like slowly unpacking my shit too. And he's like, and I feel well, like we're going to unpack this one next week. That was heavy. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, Tiff, you're really getting your money's worth out of me. All righty. I think you'd be surprised that one of the guys that he actually kind of likes a little bit. I don't want to know. Um, okay. So we actually do have advice. So for this episode, Okay. And um, I think this would be a great one for you to answer first. Oh, boy. Because what you give me is, I think, what could happen here, possibly. So, hey, uh, I just want to give you a preface. Girl, buckle up. Yeah. I'm ready. So here's the thing. After the first two episodes, you guys have already really resonate with a lot of things that we're talking about. And um, it's brought up some feelings for you all. 
You guys are writing in about it. Yeah. And I just want to let you guys know that we're fucking here for you. Always. And anytime you guys, whether you want to vent to us or not, or, you know, just ask for advice or whatever, we're here. And it's always anonymous. Always. No matter what. I won't even tell my mom about you. And we'll give you our God's honest advice. Obviously, you guys hear that Tara will not hold back. Nope. I mean, so like I'm going to preface this if you don't want like honest advice because I care. And that's the only reason like I'm hard on you is because I care. No. Yeah. And I'm not going to let you like I'm not going to sit back and like let you like run amok like a wild ass like yeah for no reason. Like I want to see the best for you because I love you. And I love all of you guys, too. And trust me, like I've been quiet about things. Because I don't want to hurt people's feelings, but like also when it comes to like somebody's happiness and like knowing that they're gonna do better than that, like I'm all here for it. Yeah. So if you guys really want some really honest advice, I got you. But yeah, and the thing is too is like I think you, I think people can be honest with each other in still like a loving way. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's one thing I had to learn even when I was younger too. Like you can still be honest about things, but like there's still like a tactful, loving way. Be like, listen. Or some people don't respond well to that. It's true. <clears throat> I remember I was like, oh, no, Tiff, that's a bad idea. And then you were like, yeah, I'm going to do it anyway. And then I was like, Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> and then you kind of like your ears kind of perked up and was like, oh, oh, I hear you now. And I'm like, Gosh, yeah, because that's dude, the only way my parents could get through to me. I guess freaking we're too. queen dingling over here, like Dying just away. running amok okay. all over Bumble. So we got I'm not even really on there anymore. OK, so we got this advice. It says, ladies. I'm really struggling, struggling right now in my relationship, and I feel that you all can help me. So after listening to episode two, it really struck a chord in me. I feel I'm going through a similar situation that you all have gone through. My husband and I were in the military. We fell in love in a school, got married, and a few months la- uh, after, um, oh, so we they met they met each other, they fell in love with school, and they got married a few months after for extra pay. That's really mm. it. Fast forward. Here we are three years later and I'm miserable. My parents do not know that we're married and I honestly don't think I could ever tell them. I've been falling out of love with him for over a year now. He gives me little to no attention. He's always on his computer. I've caught him on OnlyFans multiple times. Um, But he was reciprocating like with these girls while he claims he has no money. And he's pouring it into OnlyFans. Um, I've paid for absolutely everything in our relationship. I am so depressed and I'm just absolutely tired of it. I've lost sight of myself and who I am and what I love to do. And I feel so stuck because we're married and he moved to the other side of the country for me. So I feel if I was to leave, he would have nowhere to go. We have a dog that he barely even takes care of when I'm not home. So I'm also worried that if I was ever have a child with him, he would do the same thing. And I would just be in it alone. I don't even feel like I'm like in the marriage together with him. I do still love him. And he makes me happy. In parentheses, sometimes. But I just feel so stuck. Please help. Oof. It's a lot to unpack. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to start with the parentheses. Happy sometimes. Mm-hmm. If your person does not make you happy the majority of the time you know that uh, guy on tiktok where he's like <laughs> if he ain't calling you queen jump his ass yeah that i'm saying that to you dump his ass 
Mm-hmm. Well, in this case, it would be divorce. Well, same difference. Yeah. Essentially, you're still dumping that person. Um, girlfriend, <laughs> you literally just told me every reason why you shouldn't still be there. And why he doesn't deserve another moment of your time. You're worried about him being left with nothing, but what has he given you? I, I'm a firm believer, especially now. I think that, um, I'm just a little further along after my divorce. And I mean, it's been 2017. So that's what, four years. Mm -hmm. So I've like had a lot of time to process it. And I mean, I hate divorce. I hate that anybody ever has to go through it, but sometimes it's absolutely necessary. So mm-hmm. if you've literally pulled out every stop to fix your marriage and uh, it's still not enough, I think that it's time for you to go find your own happiness. The fact that you can't tell your parents mm-hmm. is enough. You know, yeah, obviously yeah, he's not an upstanding citizen. And honestly, girl, you're undervaluing yourself a million and 10% Mm -hmm. like you to me that that just screams like lack of self-worth that you have to stay with somebody that makes you that unhappy and that doesn't care about anything but themselves I hate selfish people and I I very seldomly use the word hate but selfishness is my like trigger if you if you consciously put aside your your spouse for girls on OnlyFans or girls on Instagram. Shoot, girls on the subway. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like you subconsciously or consciously put other women above that person you vowed to love for the rest of your life. <laughs> you need therapy. Mm-hmm. You need a lot of therapy. Uh, what other points do we want to touch on? Well, I don't, so like he, I mean, you have OnlyFans. He says he claims he has no money, but he's pouring in an OnlyFans. I mean, come on. That's so well, why are you giving him money to put in an OnlyFans? Well, she, he says he off. claims he has no money. You know what I mean? So right. they both have jobs. Um, She's paid for absolutely everything. Yep. Nope. She takes care of everything. He pays. I, uh, so here's the thing, too. I obviously like really believe in like you both putting an equal effort. I don't believe this like, oh, my man should take care of me. I don't like I don't like that. Because mm-hmm. I work hard for my money and I work hard for everything I have. So, like, no, I'm going to pay for my own stuff. I mean, I feel bad because, like, you know, nobody could buy, buy me anything because I'm by myself. <laughs> but, like, um, if you're supporting a man that sees no value in you, like, as not even as a wife, as just a woman in general, like, dump his ass. Mm-hmm. Bye. Good luck, buddy. My. The biggest thing that I think when reading this out loud is that you can tell from all the all the sentences for the very very end how unhappy she is. Right, the whole time she literally talked about everything was wrong. Right, even the even the glimpse of happiness had a parenthesis in it. But that's what I'm saying. Or this the is, this is, this is what we do. Marks. Right, it's like we try to convince ourselves somehow oh, that it's still kind of good or a reason to stay. Yeah, and girl, I want you to listen to this right now, like. You literally said every reason why you wanted to leave. And the only reason why you really gave to stay was so that like because he like moved across the country for you. And you would feel bad because he would have nowhere to go. So, again, like you are so unselfish, girlfriend, that you still care about him that much. But I want you to look at his. Like selfishness and see how unselfish you're being and seeing how selfish he is. I mean, that's a reason enough right there. Like, 
and maybe maybe if you still think there's a glimmer of hope which it doesn't sound like it to me but you know miracles happen all the time yeah and it's great to have hope i think hope is the thing that keeps us alive and going Mm -hmm. um but maybe you just need to walk away for a little bit yeah and have him figure it out on his own get him out of your house get him away from everything that you pay for and see what he does on his own i bet you he stops contributing to only fans if that's his goal mm-hmm. that's I'd, a tough one that is tough i just see like she's uh, i feel like i was here with my ex you were and i was there to live it with you it and was horrible i'm just saying this like what we do is we have a tendency to like feel bad because they're either be alone or you do see some good in them or it does make you happy sometimes and you do feel stuck and you don't know what to do and what I had, what I had to do in particular was, um, I had to do everything I could to save the marriage. Yeah. Because that's the type of person that I knew that I had to be, because if I, I knew eventually at the end of the day, if I tried everything I could and it still wasn't like nothing was really working, yep. that was kind of my sign to be like, okay, I now have to choose myself right. and walk away from this Exactly. as hard as it fucking is and difficult it will be at the time. I really do feel like in the end it will be worth it. And believe me, it was. I like have never been happier. You're night and day. And like, honestly, I've even changed as a person in in a sense because I don't like, you know, just everything I was going through. Um, So I'll say that like you, you know, maybe you need to um, go see a counselor. Maybe you guys need to go to therapy together. Maybe you need to talk to your parents about it. Maybe... Uh, you guys need to read some books, self-help books. I don't know what you need to do, but if you feel like there's something that you could do to help save this, I would recommend doing it. Right. But I will tell you this right now. Um, I tried to do everything that I could. And my ex was like, absolutely not. He laughed in your face. And here's the other point though. You can't help someone that doesn't want to be helped. No, you can't. I literally, uh, scheduled, I already had my own counselor, so I asked him to schedule a counselor for us, too, and he yeah. wouldn't do it. And then he chose to drive to Ohio to fix his dirt bike over like scheduling therapy to save our marriage. When I asked him, that was the only thing I needed from him. Yep. And so for me, that's like the clearest answer, right? Right. You, it takes two. So if, this, if, if he's not willing to work on these things for you, too, I'm sorry for as hard as it's going to be. I just don't know if it's, if it's something salvageable. Yeah. And it, you are going to feel stuck and you're going to feel like you're leaving him alone. But I think you've made some really good observations here. Like you're afraid to have a child with him. Yeah. You don't want to tell your parents about it. You're literally taking care of him. You're doing everything. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not saying we always have to contribute 50, 50 or 100, 100 in a marriage. I think that's bull crap. All the, the time. The 100, 100. Yeah. Or the 50, 50 or whatever. All of it. I'm just saying like, but it, what is, what is, what good is he bringing? You know, I, I don't think other people should make us happy, but I do think that if you're, you know, like I feel like we create our own happiness at yep. the end of the day and we choose to be happy. However, if this person's constantly making you miserable, like, is this like, if you sit there and think to yourself, is right. this how I really want to live the rest of my life? Yeah. You know? So I would, that's what I would suggest. Agreed. You know, but I think you spelled it out pretty, pretty well. For yourself. Okay. Yeah. You know? And you're just trying to, like, salvage whatever at the end. But right. Either way, I feel for you. I do, too, girl. So much. I'm sorry. Um, 
And I, while I while I have been divorced twice, it's not like I'm sitting there like telling everyone to get divorced because I don't think that's like the answer for everything. However, I will say that it's best to not be uh, stuck in a, a miserable marriage for your life because you think that's what you're supposed to do. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. It's better to be alone and and happy than be doing that. So no one deserves that ever. Nope. Not a single bit. Yeah, because that's not what this life's about. Absolutely. So I'll definitely be thinking of you a lot. And if you want to write back in, let us know and give us updates on possibly what's going on. If you ever need to talk. Hey, girl, we're here. Absolutely. We are here for it. We are. And so, you know, sending sending you all the love. And I, I appreciate you writing in. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for trusting us, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Like, because, I mean, not a lot of people are. No. And I'm, you know, like, I can only talk from my experiences and I can only talk up from my fuck-ups. I'm by no means hey, an expert. Hey, screw-ups are honestly the biggest character builder. But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can only, I can relate. I'm not saying my advice is good because obviously you guys know I'm a fucked up with relationships. However, I have learned in this instance <laughs> when to leave. Mm-hmm. When right. to leave. Right. So. Thousand percent. Well, girl, let us know. Good luck, babe. Yeah. You got it. You do. I know you'll make the right decision. Oh, a thousand percent. I, I really feel like you know what the it's right just decision time is. To, it's time to put yourself first, essentially. So. Don't you think that a lot of times by the time we, always at, we ask for advice that we kind of like already know already know we just need a little bit more of like a confirmation mm-hmm. from people so I sometimes tiff and tara can help you in some some aspect mm-hmm. oh i'm gonna stop saying because obviously like that's not my job and i would really yeah. suck at it we're gonna leave that to Bertzall because he sings way better than he's so good you guys i can't wait for you guys to hear Bertzall's um episode he's hilarious and he has a new song coming out, too. Oh, I can't wait to hear that it. I've been listening on repeat for the last, like, two days that he sent it to me. Yeah. But what we'll do is when his episode comes out, we'll premiere his new there single. There we go. At the end of it. Because you, you guys are going to love it so much. Love if you it. guys have ever been in a relationship and it's ended, this will resonate with you. That's everyone. I know. So. <laughs> well, I guess almost everyone. Almost everyone. Know. But, yeah. It's, it's a good time. And, by the way, too, like, have you ever met someone and then particularly like let's say a male and you feel like it's the the male equivalent of you yeah that was him yeah with me so that was that was fun that's great for sure <laughs> you're like great another tiffany <laughs> <laughs> but a male version but anyway guys um it's been a good episode yeah you know it's random yeah but i love it yeah, it's well. That's what it is. And then the next ones we'll have some more topics to go off of. But sometimes yeah. we're just like sitting here, just talking too with y'all. Right. I mean, sometimes they're the best talks. Like yeah. you never know what's gonna come out of our mouths. So that's for fucking sure. What that mouth do? What? Oh, well, apparently talk shit. Yeah, and gag on beef sticks. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna do that anymore. <laughs> oh god. Oh, well, we love you guys. And until next time. Bye. Bye.